Have you ever thought to yourself, man, if only I could get more media coverage for my business, my story, my brand. And I mean the good kind of coverage. I mean, that would give me more leads, customers, clients, and patients, right? Well, our guest today is not only an award-winning speaker who shares the stage with top influencers, a radio host and TV producer with a morning talk show syndicated on seven streaming channels, a best-selling author of 14, not one, two, three, four, 14 published books. But she also happens to be a PR and media specialist who knows what she's talking about because she was not featured in Lemonade Legend magazine. She was on the cover, baby. <laughs> she knows what's going on. Her clients have been featured on thousands of major media publications on TV, radio, podcasts, magazines, and stages. And if, as if all that wasn't enough already, she was awarded Most Influential Women of the Year, Best Morning Talk Show, and Best Talk Show Team. So sit up straight and take some note as she shares the wisdom she acquired through hosting over 2,500 broadcasts with over 5,000 guests, such as Sharon Letcher, Michael Gerber, Les Brown, Forbes Riley, and Bill Walsh. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for Angel, the media matchmaker, Tusi. Oh. Can you hear them? Can you hear them going wild? We got the applause. I love that. How I fun. mean, the crowd is going wild here. How are you doing? Thank you for being on the show. I am so excited. I am so excited to be here. What an exciting morning for us. Oh, yeah, this is great. So here's the gist of it. We're helping a guy named John or Joanna, okay? An expert, intelligent, great at what he or she does. Great doctor, great dentist, great soccer player. But for some reason, when they go on the media, say, right? I'm just saying, for example, they go on the media, they start delivering a shitty speech and they're quivering and they're sweating all over the place. They remember, they forget their lines and their names. So we're here to help him out, right? Absolutely. So let's start with, in your opinion, why is it such a big deal? Why is it so stressful? Why do they suck so bad most of the time? It's so funny that you asked me that because it happens to the best of us. I was just chatting with somebody let's call him Greg, right? He's like, I'm a best-selling author. I speak on, I do all this. I lead teams, but you put a camera in front of me and I absolutely panic. I almost didn't graduate high school because I was so nervous to speak in front of an audience, to speak in front of my peers. One of the classes we were supposed to take in order to graduate was a public speaking class. And I couldn't get through, I couldn't get through a speech. I couldn't even read you know, from a piece of paper without it, like you were showing, shaking, just trembling. And thankfully, my, my teacher took pity on me and gave me a D so I could pass and graduate. But public speaking, being in front of a camera is, yeah, it is, it'll, it'll, it'll take and knock out some of the top, most amazing people, bring them to their knees. And I don't, I don't know why the fear of speaking is in there. I just know we have it. And I know that it's a very, very real thing. And so how do we get through that? How do we, how do we show up and not freak out? Well, first of all, you are going to freak out. Like, I'll just put you, put you to, 
your mind at ease. There's going to be some butterflies. There's going to be some nerves. In fact, even though I was a radio talk show host, speaking in public also was not my comfort zone. I would get up on stage and my voice would be shaking. I would be nervous, but your message is too big not to share. And the only way to truly get through it, the only way to master the fear of anything is to show up and do it. Action trumps fear. So start small, right? Start with a baby step, start with a practice, start with a podcast. Start with just doing interviewing with a friend, somebody you're comfortable with and familiar with. And truly the best thing about being interviewed is it is a conversation most of the time. So it's not like you have to have a public speech all prepared. You're really just having, having a conversation with, with folks. And um, we have lots of fun little tips that we, that we teach our clients on how to get through the actual interview, but, but just know it's okay to do it scared. Just do it anyways. Thanks. High school. That's rare. I hear high school. A lot of people, it's elementary school that they're they're freaking out about this. I love that. Was this a mandatory course? It was. It was. I you love your high school. <laughs> it's beautiful. Why, why did they put that mandatory? Like, because I'm trying to get people, like everybody knows if you go out and speak, you can sell. Yes. If you go out on TV, you get seen. And everybody knows if you get seen, well, you sell more. It's it's better and better, and it, it's a snowball effect. Everything gets better. Everybody knows that, but people don't want to do it because they're afraid of it. So, for a high school to make it mandatory, did you, is there a story behind that? Like what happened? Well, I don't I don't know why it was a mandatory class, but it was. Um, yeah, I mean, we had to do we had to do speeches. We had to do radio broadcasting, so they even took us into our our high school um, our high school studio. We had a radio studio in the high school, and we had to read sales copy like a, a commercial into into the microphone. And even that, I could not get through it. And I remember my teacher. I didn't remember it at the time. It wasn't until I was being interviewed for a magazine for hosting this our radio show. We had just won an award. And I was being interviewed and the, the interviewer asked me, Angel, have you always wanted to be in radio and in broadcasting? And instantly, I remembered this conversation from my teacher from 25 years earlier, 25 years it had been sitting in there, Angel, you will never have a career in radio. I mean, like, why would I have remembered that? I was I was 17 years old. I wasn't going to be in broadcasting, right? I wanted to be, I thought, a cruise director at the time. And here I was 25 years later being awarded top radio show host, being featured in a magazine. And those words came flooding back to me just as if it had just happened. And that's so powerful to remember that what you say to people, even if you're not thinking they remember it, it sticks. But yeah, we had to do broadcast or we had to do broadcasting. We had to do speeches. We had to do all that. And I, I couldn't, I mean, just physically, my voice wouldn't create volume. It was too shaky. My, my stomach was all in knots and shaking. My, my physical body was trembling and God bless him because I put effort in because I showed up and I didn't quit. He, he gave me the D and so I could, I could graduate, but I don't, I do not know how that ended up. Uh, but I agree with you. It's a good, it's a good class you have to take in high school cool. for most people. 
thank God for teachers, but you got to watch out what your teachers say to you. Right. And if you're high, you're a coach and it's the same thing. If you believe in yourself, you have to believe in yourself stronger than anyone else says to you, because if it goes in and you believe that and it's a detriment to your own future, you're going to live that shitty future, not the person who told that to you. So you got to watch out for that. I totally understand the shaking part. I used to stutter like you see in the movies, Angel. I couldn't even speak. I couldn't speak at all. Good Lord. I know what the, I know exactly what that feels like. Where would you be just, you know, for fun? Where would you be had you listened to that? Had you, not the, you wouldn't have the, the books, wouldn't have the woman of the year. Like, where would you be without mustering up that courage from inside you to go out there and do it? Oh, that is, that is a great question. Oh my gosh. That is a really great question. Where would I be? I would have, I would have taken an office job. I had done some retail, taken an office job, a receptionist, um, um, answering phones, right. I was pretty good on the telephone one-on-one and I would probably have been, yeah, in an, in an office job, maybe a receptionist, um, trading time for dollars, right. Going to work every day, sitting in the same chair, um, yeah. Oh, wow. And how does that contrast to your life now? Just a little before and after. Oh, I mean, first of all, being, being in the media, being a speaker opens up every door that you imagine as being a small own, business owner, right? Being an entrepreneur, being an influencer, it opens up every door that you would ever want, want to have opened up to you. Your impact your story, what you've been through, you can now share it with somebody else who needs to hear it. And they don't, you don't have to know them one-on-one. It has an, it has that ripple effect of reaching the masses when you are interviewed in front of an audience, radio, television, magazine, somebody else who needs to hear your story, right? Who right now, somebody, there's a lot of people who haven't heard your story yet. And there's somebody that's looking for you. They're hoping for you. They want to hear what you've been through, what your breakthrough, what your journey has been, the struggles that you've gained, went through, but you still showed up anyways. You have to share that story. That's why you've, that's why you've gone through it, right? You've climbed that mountain so that you can help others to climb their mountain too. And, and you can't do that one-on-one. You can only do that through the power of media. So Angela, not Angel, Angel sitting right here. Angel, I'm speaking to you now, Angela. So now, Angela, you're working in an office, taking phone calls one person at a time. And secretly at night, you're dreaming and you think to yourself, I hear it. I heard that everybody's got a book in them. Maybe I have a book inside of me. I would love to share my message and, you know, get out there and express myself and help people. Well, Angela, Angel did it. So no matter where that belief you have inside of you to tells you you can't do it it's as not true as what angel's teacher told her realize that angel let that sink in for a while just swallow it in let it sink because it's your body that does the speaking not just your mind so your thoughts are important but you need to make distinctions and shifts in your mind that allow your body to come alive. That's where it shifted for me. When my body became alive on stage, I could speak at that moment. So, Angel, this is so much fun to have you here. If we could take this either way, 
how about we take the angle of the person? Let's explain to the people what you see in their eyes and how they light up when they their message clicks and after they go past and they go, oh my God, this is exciting. Like once they get the magazine article, once they get the interview, once they and how does that manifest in them? What do you see? Oh, belief, right? Like I did it. I, I can do it. Somebody does want to hear my message. There is a platform for me to share my message. I think. I saw a meme just yesterday and it says, you believed in Santa Claus for eight years. You can believe in yourself for eight minutes. <laughs> like, the belief that you develop and, and then, and then people, they reach out to you, right? You get the text messages, you get the applause, you get the people that are, that are responding. And they're like, I needed to hear that. That spoke to me that when you can leave your impact on somebody else, like we might not show up for ourselves, right? We make excuses for ourselves. We can put it off. We can delay, but knowing that there are other people that need to hear this, that are counting on us, that will be motivated and inspired because of it. That is this euphoric feeling of belief in ourselves that, that the world tries to squish out of us. Right. I mean, it's just everywhere you go, there's just, you know, red lights and challenges. But when you get up and you speak and you share your story, number one, right, that fear goes away. Any, um, you know, and there's some really powerful stories, things that you've been through that maybe guilt or shame or embarrassment that you've been through. Like I was embarrassed that I almost didn't graduate high school because of this. But in sharing my story, sharing my struggle, it takes all that shame away from it. It takes the guilt, right? All that ickiness away from it because I did get back up. I did show up and now somebody else might hear that story and they might get back up and show up again too. The validation, hmm. the respect, the acknowledgement, the, oh my God, I wasn't crazy. Well, that's not a proof you're not crazy, but I was not crazy all this time. The finally they get it, I get it. And I can share this moment is a magical moment in everyone's life when when it hits home when it feels home yes and yeah. now maybe we could talk about this is a bit of a weird subject but i just had a thought about confidence people think confidence is a thing you either have it or you don't like my website is called rockstar presence secrets because i believe confidence when you have enough it manifests as charisma when you have enough of that it's called presence right so and people think, well, confidence, you either have it or you don't. But no, you, you can even lose it as well. It's not like, it's, no, there's the, you have it or you don't from birth, which is weird, right? So there's people think that. And they think, well, that's not e like easy for him or easy for her to say, right? So any stories or anecdotes or, or memes that, that, that was, the Santa Claus one was amazing. So of gaining confidence or losing confidence you know in any situations of public speaking and being in the media if, if any if you had some well i i think you're absolutely right like it is not you were just born with it and you have it there are there are maybe things that you are super confident about right walking we're pretty confident about walking because we do it every day i'm pretty confident in something that i've done repeatedly i don't even think about it and so that's where that confidence comes from is, is doing something so often you're not even, it's not even a thing anymore. But do you remember the first time you tried to 
swing a baseball bat, right? The first time you tried to kick a soccer ball, you tried to cook a meal, right? The first time you don't have that confidence, you hope, right? It's going to turn out okay, but it's in the doing, it's in the showing up and, and, and the, the repetition, you know, they say it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert at something. Why? Because you're not even thinking about it anymore. Even us, right? We showed up here today. Um, I met you three minutes before we went live on the air. We turned it on, hit record. 10 years ago, right? I'm like, okay, right? I gotta, I gotta write down my talk, right? I gotta write down these keywords. I gotta have my message. I gotta, I gotta have what my- What are the questions so I can- What are, what are the questions? What are we gonna talk about? I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out, right? And you get on, you're like, well, what am I gonna say? Where do I, where do I look? Where do I put? Where's my microphone, right? Like all of this stuff, because it's, you know, there isn't the confidence yet. Truly, all of those who are champions in their space, right? They're leading authorities, they're champions, they're world-class athletes, they're best-selling authors, they're the top of their game, but they all started when they were none of that. But they started and they showed up and they continued to show up every single day. They made it to the gym, right? They signed up for those workshops, right? They did the speeches, they wrote the books, they showed up every single day and so what are we doing every single day to show up to be a champion, right? For our mindset, for our physical abilities. And even when it comes to sharing your story, just write it, show up every day and just write your story and, and practice, right? Show up and tell it to somebody else on a small stage, in a small group and allow it to build into, into something even bigger, right? Writing your story for a magazine, so easy because it's just you, right? You and your computer, right? You and your screen. Showing up for a podcast, it's just you and the interviewer. Showing up for a radio interview, it's just you and the talk show host. Just show up and do it in baby steps until it becomes so natural, just like you breathing and walking. That's so beautiful. Remind me of a Les Brown quote. You don't have to be great. You don't have to be good. Great. You don't have to be great. Right, yeah. To get started, but you have to start to be great or something yeah, like that. You don't have to be good. Oh, shoot. Yeah. You don't have to be great to start. You just have to start to be great. Yeah. yeah beautiful. Yes. He's so right. He's so right. But even if you're scared, and I have this conversation with my clients all the time, right? I don't know if it'll work. I'm scared of this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're scared. Just show up and do it anyways. And there's a, if we go down this slope that I have in mind here about fear and confidence and body language, we could go down to a very long slope. So I might use that for another interview because I would love to have Angel back on the show. I'm sure John and Joanna love you already. So I will get back to you here for the final words of wisdom. Before I do, I would just like to encourage everyone if you want to reach out to me or to Angel, click the link in the show notes. You can find us for have more information. And I encourage everyone to keep on rocking in the free world. And free is written in all caps, baby. So with this, let's go to Angel for the final words of wisdom. You know, media allows you to get discovered. You know, I think so much of what we do for marketing and advertising is so that we are findable. Right? We, we've got to have a website. We've got to have our social media presence. We're doing all these things for marketing so that when people are searching for you, they find you, right? That's your findability. What media creates is for people to discover you. 
They weren't even looking for you, but they were listening to a podcast and you were being interviewed. They were reading a magazine and they discover your story. Media allows you to be discoverable and it's in being discovered that you can now open up so many doors so much faster than you ever thought possible. And there are millions, hundreds, hundreds of thousands of media opportunities that are waiting to hear for you, hear from you to share your story. So step in, step up and shine. So sorry, John. When Angel speaks, when Angel speaks, I get ideas. I can't stop. I can't stop. John, it used to be, it's who you know, but not anymore. It's who knows you. Because it's so easy to reach out to people nowadays. She was talking about social media. You can reach out to Arnold Schwarzenegger with an email if you like. I mean, you can reach out to anybody. Any Everybody's got a team. It's easy. It's about who knows you. And that opens the doors she's talking about. The doors to your opportunities, the doors to your legacy, the doors to whatever you want to do in life. So, I mean, this is okay. Let's hold it together. Stay calm. <laughs> Wish everybody well. Thank you so much for being on the show, Angel. You are an angel, and I hope you can do it back some other time if we like it. Thank you, everybody, for joining us, and we'll see you next time.